Designing for Multi-Region Data. I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is Nate Stewart, Chief Product Officer at Cockroach Labs. Welcome, Nate. Thanks so much for having me, Tanya. Of course. So what does Cockroach Labs do? So Cockroach Labs, we make a database called CockroachDB. It's a distributed SQL database, so a scale-out SQL database that helps developers build applications and services that scale fast, survive anything, and thrive anywhere. I've been at the company since uh, 2017 leading products, and that means I'm responsible for uh, setting the product strategy, but also figuring out how do we build an organization that can quickly uh, build innovations in the data space, but also take those innovations to uh, market. So explain data sovereignty and the regulatory challenges related to global data storage and privacy. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things, one of the biggest trends that we're seeing at Cockroach Labs is the growing need for global data architectures. And there, there's a couple drivers for this, right? So you want to get your data outside of a single region for survivability. You want to get your data outside of a single region to uh, improve the performance for end users that can be distributed around the world. But to your point, there's also a changing expectations among uh, end users around what customers are doing with their data and where it's being stored. And so you mentioned data privacy. So there's over 200 data privacy regulations that are putting more constraints on what vendors can do with data, how it needs to be handled. And you know, with uh, popular ones being GDPR and uh, CCPA. And the interesting thing about these uh, regulations is that some of them not only have requirements around encryption and uh, right to be forgotten, some of them now are starting to say where the data needs to physically reside. And that starts to pose a very big challenge to people who are trying to build these application architectures in these environments. A, because again, that means your data now has to get outside of that single data center. Um, but B, because you don't know which new laws are going to apply. You don't know how those laws are going to be uh, updated or how those laws are even going to be interpreted when uh, something gets uh, contested, right? And so you don't want to be in a position where a change in a law's interpretation results in a multi-year R&D project. You really need to start thinking about how does your data infrastructure support this changing regulatory environment in a way that lets your team be agile in that environment and with your, your customers. So how is the EU ramping up pressure on EU-US data flows? Yeah, so at Cockroach Labs, we haven't gone as deep into the nuances of what's happening in the EU. Um, what we really focus on is understanding that we need to build a platform and we need to provide services that can help customers operate in any uh, regulatory environment, whether there are changes that are happening in the EU, in the United States, or any other country, because we don't wanna be in the business of, again, predicting and responding to a particular change just because the environment, the legal and regulatory environment is so dynamic. We're really looking at building data infrastructure to support agility at a very low level and help IT organizations build applications and services that can thrive in these environments. Why is the database, not the application, the best place for compliance? And how do you accomplish that? Yeah, sure thing. So 
at the end of the day, you're talking about storing customer data, whether it's uh, social security numbers, whether it's um, credit card numbers. These are things that are very important and uh, precious to people. Maybe it's just their, their stories, their um, most intimate thoughts or important information about the uh, operations of their business. And at the end of the day, all of this knowledge, all of this information needs to live somewhere in that location is your database. And so that's why if you have a database that is not designed to you know, honor these um, protections for your end users, this means developers have to start figuring out hacks and workarounds at the application tier, right? And that starts to get very tricky because then you're saying, all right, who can do what? Who can access data when? And pulling all that or putting all of that logic into the application tier puts a huge burden on developers. Now you have developers that are thinking about data where it lives, and that's a lot of complexity that really is better suited to live in the database. The database should hide the complexity of how data is, you know, where data lives, how you access it, when you access it, in what circumstances is it performant. That should live in the database. The database vendor should handle that. So the application developer can just focus on building those great uh, end user experiences. What are the questions to answer when building applications for the future? So for me, I really like to work backwards from the customer experience. So what are the guarantees you want to provide? Um, A, to make your customers as happy as possible, but B, to uh, compete with your, you know, to compete in whatever market you're operating in. So if you're thinking about the applications of the future, what are those customer expectations? Um, one big one is that customers expect those applications to be always on. It's not very, very cool to have a downtime in the middle of the day. And you could say, okay, well, our downtime window is between two and three o'clock in the morning. Okay, but in what time zone? If you're dealing with a global customer base, any downtime is not an opportune time to do it. So figuring out how do you build an application that supports an always on experience for your customers is extremely important. And again, that's something that we do and enable with CockroachDB through our distributed and extremely resilient architecture. Um, the other, some of the other things that we see with uh, applications is that, again, they need to be snappy. No one wants a slow application. There's this idea of the 100 millisecond rule, where if you can perform an operation in less than 100 milliseconds, it appears instantaneous to an end user. So how do you actually pull that off? You certainly can't do it if the end user's requests are going across an ocean, if they're going to a data center thousands of miles away. And so that's where actually thinking about the location of the data and keeping it physically close to end users is so important. And this is a very important challenge for building data intensive applications because the current state of the art, if you're thinking about a relational database is to you know, have all of your data in one location, but then have um, read replicas. So you can make your reads fast, but your writes still have to go across the, um, across the ocean or thousands of miles away. But if you have a write heavy application, if your application is creating a ton of metadata from your users, those writes can be, a, you know, they can break your application experience. And so you even need to figure out a way to make your writes local. And that's some of the things that a distributed SQL database like CockroachDB uh, provides. And the last thing I'll touch on is the ability to um, support more of a AI ML assisted um, experience. So that's something that users are increasingly expecting. They want the applications to figure out the 
best next step. They want the applications to um, use the context they have, again, while honoring their privacy to provide them a better experience. And so having a place to store the right um, metadata and to build the models and to serve the metadata that supports uh, delivering those inferences to support those ML experiences, that's something that a distributed SQL database can do as well. So those are some of the ways that we're supporting uh, trends in modern application development. Nate Stewart, Chief Product Officer at Cockroach Labs. Thanks for joining us, Nate. If somebody wants to connect with you, what can, how can they do that? Sure thing. So um, if you want to learn more about Cockroach Labs or CockroachDB, you can visit us at cockroachlabs.com. And my Twitter is Nate underscore Stewart. And that's it. Thanks so much for having me, Tanya. Absolutely. Thanks again, Nate. And find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on ZDNet, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.